0: Hey, hey, what's up? It's the back again, eSociety Podcast, and this is NBA Check In with the ZSU, here to talk about the NBA Playoffs, Days 4 and 5. Hey guys, yep, uh, I took a uh, night off last night, I did watch the games, but decided ah, I'll let it go and uh, record a double, double pod for days four and five, uh, coming off the really rough day three, the uh, Warriors' historic loss in game two, if you listen to that pod, thank you, but you heard how uh, frustrated I was, and you know. As a lifelong fan, you know, it means so much to me. But uh, it's kind of funny to listen to it now and hear how, you know, frustrated I was. You know, the Warriors will be fine. But, you know, as a fan, you know, I love this stuff so much, I was frustrated in the moment. And in a way, it makes for a great pod to kind of, you know, show some real emotion there. So anyways, uh, let's get to it. I'll start with yesterday's game, Tuesday's games. Let's start there. Uh, The first game of the night. Magic Raptors game two, the Magic uh, shocked them and took game one. So the Raptors really need to take this one. And for the most part, they didn't have any problem taking this one. Kyle Lowry, who had zero points in the first game. He showed up and uh, was able to help his team pretty much coast to the win. Kawhi Leonard had 37. Lowry had 22, and yeah, they pretty much coasted in this one. If you keep up with me on Instagram on my Warrior recaps I did all year, you see I like to post like this, like win probability as the game goes on, the percentage chance the team wins. Well, if you look at the last one for the Warriors, you'll see how it how it was all Warriors and near 100% probability of winning, and at the end of the game, it spiked all the way up to uh, 100% favor, you know, as the Clippers won that game. And if you look at this uh, win probability on this uh, Orlando-Toronto game, it's pretty much the same thing, except it evens out, like, pretty much start of the third quarter. It was near 100% the whole rest of the way. So they really coasted in this one. Uh, I, I I, actually, I think I picked uh, the Raptor to sweep this series, and that's not gonna happen. But now that it's not, I'd love to see Orlando get game three, especially after I think it's been eight years since Orlando's been to the playoffs so that crowd that home crowd they've been waiting forever and they're gonna get a home playoff game so I, I'd love to see him take game three but uh, I wouldn't be surprised if that's it if uh, if they don't if they don't get three, uh, it's probably gonna you know the Raptors. Are gonna finish them out and win the series four one. So, but we will see. Uh, game three for that actually isn't until Friday. So, we'll see though. Uh, the next game, Spurs Nuggets. Spurs also upset and won game one. So, Nuggets being the home team, they really needed this one as the two seed out west. They could not leave Denver without getting one and expect to win this series. If you remember, if you listened to the predictions pod, I actually did pick the Spurs to win this series. I still think they can. This game actually seemed to be in the Spurs' hand. And I couldn't, actually, I couldn't believe it as I was watching it. And I was like, man, are the Nuggets really not, you know, going to get this done? I'm looking at the recap right now, and yeah, it's true. Uh, Spurs had a 19-point lead, which is crazy considering, you know, Spurs already took game one. It looked like they were on their way to two here. But uh, Nuggets resolve and uh, held on and, uh, you know, erased that 19-point deficit Uh Jamal Murray missed his first eight shots before a scorching fourth quarter where he scored 21 of his 24 points. And, yeah, that's I was watching uh, when he was going off there, and that was cool to see, especially because he pretty much – they could have taken game one, and he made so many mistakes at the end of game one. So it was nice to see him get that redemption and for them to – even the series 1-1. Uh, like I talked about with the win probability – for the last game, for this one, you can see it's 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 all over the place. It started with Denver's favor, and then for most of the middle of the game, it, it peaks with uh, San Antonio before finally, right toward the end of the game, it falls back in Denver's favor. So, and they did pull away uh, at the end, 114-105 to finish it. So, yeah, the next game of that series is tomorrow, Thursday. Nugget Spurs in the San Antonio. San Antonio is favored by three and a half. And I'm not surprised considering how well they've played so far. So I still like San Antonio to win the series. But uh, Denver's at least got one more in them. If this is going to go six or seven. I think I picked Spurs in six. So yeah. All right. Uh, last game of Tuesday night was the Thunder and the Trail Blazers. The Blazers won game one of the series, to my surprise. Also, if you go back to my predictions, I thought the Thunder would win this series. I thought Westbrook and even injured George would be able to overtake Portland, especially with them missing uh, Yusuf Nurkic. But Dame and CJ have been able to pretty much do their thing, and the Thunder haven't been able to stop them. You get a little Seth Curry and pretty much this game was in control for Portland the whole time and they go up 2-0 against the Thunder. They're going back and they always say you know it's not a series until the the, uh, home team loses a game so we'll see what happens in game three if OKC can uh, strike back but uh, watching this one it pretty much was a cruise for Portland I'm seeing uh, around the second quarter, uh, OKC had some uh, win probability in their favor, but uh, quickly what got back to uh, Portland, I'm remembering now, the just as they went to halftime, C.J. McCollum hit a three to tie it at the half. And then, yeah, it was all Blazers in the second half. So McCollum ended with 33, and Paul George ended with 27. Yeah, uh, I'm definitely surprised, especially because the Blazers are a team that's known in the playoffs to not get it done. Uh, Going into this series, I think they had lost eight in a row. They ran into the Warriors two years ago and were swept in the second round. KD's first year with the team, and last year they were upset by New Orleans, Uh, New Orleans team that didn't even have Cousins. at the time and Anthony Davis, they flat out swept them. They took both games in Portland and then went back to New Orleans and and swept them. So with the uh, Nurkic injury, I was kind of expecting more of the same. So I'm really surprised they were able to get both of them and, um, you know, they looked good doing it in both games. So now I wouldn't be surprised to see Portland you know, at least take one in OKC. I think OKC really needs game three. If Portland's able to get game three, it could be a Portland sweep because they could just take their, you know, take their pride, take their morale, and they'll feel like, ah, three, you know, three nothing. Uh, You know, the Portland guys, especially with the way that Westbrook uh you know, has been taunting Lillard kind of out of nowhere. They seemed cool, but he, like, loves to create rivals, and he's made a rival out of uh, Damian Lillard, so. Uh, But, yeah, let's see when the next game for that series is. Is that tomorrow? Nope, that one also isn't until Friday. OKC is favored by 7.5 in that game. I think even if they win, I don't think it'll be by that I think it'll still be a like an under five point game if OKC can win it. So, all right, uh, that clears Tuesday's game. Let's move on to today, Wednesday's games, starting with the Pacers and the Celtics. Oh man, <laughs> I felt so bad for the Pacers in this one. It looked like they had it. They, you know. I think I think they had at least a, a, a 10 point lead at one point, I'm trying to pull it up uh, see if I can find in the Oh yeah, see that was the thing. Uh, after only scoring eight points in the third quarter at game one, the Pacers scored only 12 in the fourth of game two. So they fell off in the third in game one and they fell off in the fourth here. And it was so sad, too, because it came down to the end of the game, and Boston was up three, and Indiana had a chance to inbound and tie the game, and the inbounder just threw the pass all the way to the other side of the court and out of bounds he missed his guy and they didn't even get a shot you didn't even get a chance he didn't even get it up there and it's like, oh man and then they, they they literally just kept fumbling away they kept not even getting shots you know and Boston ended up winning 99-91 uh, it's crazy how low scoring this series these teams are really dragging in the mud. This is another game three in Indiana. Considering how well Indiana's played, I, I, don't, I, I don't think they get swept here, but it really hurts that they had a chance to take both games and didn't get either in Boston, especially tonight's game. That's, it really hurts them. So, yeah, it's a, it's a little bit of a bummer. Uh, shortly before that one finished the Pistons and the Bucks started this one is of all the series going on all eight series east and west this is definitely the most lopsided mainly because I mean not only is it a 1-8 matchup but this eight seed Pistons doesn't even have Blake Griffin their best player He's out. He's hurt. He's not playing. He didn't play Game 1 or now Game 2. This one wasn't as much of a blowout. If you don't consider 21 points, yes, that's still a blowout. (laughs) But, I mean, as the game went on, um, it felt like Detroit was hanging at least a little closer than the last game. Trying to give them a little credit, but it's hard not to see this being a sweep. I'm pretty sure I did predict this a sweep i said it would have to be if blake griffin was playing and you know he'd have to have a huge game and that's just not gonna happen bucks cruised in this one take a quick look at the win probability yeah it pretty much it stayed heavily obviously in the bucks flavor it was never even like 50 50 uh in favor of detroit in this one as suspected And finally, uh, the last game of the night, it's still got seven minutes left, but it's been in hand. It's pretty much been in hand since the first quarter. We got uh, the Rockets about to head up uh, 2-0 in their series with eight minutes to go. It's 97-73. And I think... I think since the first quarter, the ja- the Rockets have had almost a 20-point lead, so another super coast for them. Not good if you're a Warriors fan like me, and we're on a collision course to face them in the second round, and now we're 1-1 in our series. It's at least going 5. I don't know what the Jazz do. They are not—they weren't in either of these games, so, you know— I don't know what they can do. Yes, they're going home to Utah, so maybe they can get one now, but I was hoping they'd give them more of a fight, and it's looking like they can't stop them at all. There's nothing they can do to stop the offense that Houston is throwing at them. So uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see a sweep here, but let's hope just to keep things on an even level that they at least go five. Like the Warriors are at least doing now. And that is if the Clippers don't get another one on their floor. So now we're all caught up, uh, ready to head into the Thursday slate of games. The first game of the evening, uh, 5 p.m. Pacific time. We got Nets and 76ers. The first game of Brooklyn. That series is tied 1 1. Uh, Phillies favored by 2.5. If you've listened to this before, you know how much I like that Philly roster, but they've really had a tough time in this series. And it's been a few years for for Brooklyn to be in the playoffs and what feels like a meaningful playoffs with a team that plays really hard and D'Angelo Russell and everything. So as much as I want the 76ers to win, I like their team and it's who I picked. Part of me kind of wants to see Brooklyn get this just because it's like a nice story and, you know, be cool to see Brooklyn, you know, first game in the playoffs after so long do it for their home fans, especially when they were able to steal game one at Philly. So they got to be feeling good about themselves. They uh, stole one on the road as the lower seed, 3-6, you know, seed, so... We'll see what happens there. Uh, The next game, an hour after that, at 6 p.m., NBA TV. Oh, yeah, that first game, the Nets 76ers, that's on TNT. The second game uh, kicks off at 6, so the first game will still be going. Nuggets and Spurs game three, now in San Antonio with the series tied 1-1. San Antonio's a a 3.5-point favorite, and I think they might just cover that i like them to win by three but you know that's how good vegas is of course they're gonna mark them three and a half point favorites i could see it falling right in that range i do think the spurs not only win this but win that series so yeah and last game of the night my warriors going to the clippers the clippers got to be so excited after making history the 31 point comeback the 3-1 jokes are back for all you, uh, you know, NBA fans who aren't Warriors fans who love the 3-1 jokes. Of course we had to lose, you know, after being up 31. Just like we lost when we were up 3-1 in the NBA Finals. As everybody always likes to point out. But uh, not surprisingly, uh, the Warriors are favored to win by 8.5. And, and I know this is just the Warrior fan in me, but I think after... After the double loss of both Cousins... Oh, yeah, i to talk about that in a second before I let you guys go. The double loss of Cousins and the 31-point loss, I think the lawyers couldn't be more motivated. They don't want to mess around. They should have swept this series. And I think... Not only are they going to cover that eight and a half, uh, they're going to win by at least fifteen. I say around twenty. It'll it'll be right around a twenty point win for them in game three, and they're going to get back on track and back in control of this series in a non traditional gentleman sweep. So that's my prediction uh i will wait till at least the game is in hand if not the game is over to come on here tomorrow and talk that up but yeah uh, last thing before i let you guys go the cousins injury man so tragic i kind of talked about it a little last time but it was still so raw the game had just ended and i was so mad recording but hopefully that made for a good pod hopefully you enjoyed that uh but yeah man it's crazy he just had his little documentary release on showtime too i was gonna save to talk about that on the next e-society and probably still will but man it was crazy to see on there how much he went through and how rough of a you know surgery and recovery that was and you know he wasn't even ready for the start of the season and then he comes back and Oh man, it's, it's rough. It's not like, he wasn't even like re-aggravating the same injury. It was a, you know, new injury. So, oh man, you just got to feel for him. That's rough. And I was, I was thinking, why did they release this documentary when they did? And now I guess it almost couldn't have been at a better time because at least the night it premiered, he was still playing. Now it's even sadder. If you haven't seen this, it's, it's on Showtime. It's, uh, DeMarcus Cousins, the resurgence, and yeah, it just shows everything he went through, and then, you know, nobody offering a big contract, so he made the move to take his destiny into his own hand and and sign with the Warriors and really, you know, make people mad, get himself get himself a championship, get himself a uh, a new contract the year after, prove it kind of year he was looking forward to here and it's just such a bummer, you know, non-contact uh, the injury and uh they aren't ruling him out. They're saying he's out indefinitely. But I almost wonder they're not going. He's not going to un- undergo surgery. Uh, but yeah, he tore his left quad, and then will most likely not return in the playoffs. But w- I know you don't want to aggravate or hurt it even more. But just, just for Cousins' sake, and wouldn't it be nice if we are in that position in the finals to like get him out for some minutes there if he could? But I don't know probably just being too sympathetic but ah uh, so be it you know he'll just have to uh, try again and who knows maybe this means he'll uh, be back with us again next year uh, another year contract another prove it so you got to feel for him though no matter what you know fan you know team you're a fan of so anyways uh 20 minute mark uh, pretty efficient i was able to get through six games In 20 minutes, I will definitely be back tomorrow, though, to talk about the three games tomorrow, especially the Warriors game. So until then, have fun, be safe, and we'll see you next time, E-Society.